This is a renewal conference tonight, and I'm honored to be a part of that. And um, um, as uh, Dr. Milm said, he said that uh, we're going in joy. And boy, sometimes it's hard to go in joy, isn't it? Much stuff going on in this world, so much darkness and violence. Sometimes it's hard to go in joy. But when you have the presence of the Holy Spirit in you, He will begin to ignite a joy that you did not even know was there. Why? Because he has called you into a place of bringing renewal to a place that's dark, that needs the light. (laughs) So tonight, y'all, we're going to talk a little bit. I want to share our story uh, at New Season Church. And I, I just thank God for the opportunity. If I stumble a little bit, just pick me up. And if I get a little fast, uh, uh, just tell me to slow down. Because sometimes I get excited and I, I, I might be over there, I might be over there. I might even come down there to you. It's just kind of how the spirit works, right? And then, let me ask you, let me say something else to you that just in case, if you want me off the stage quick, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. If I tell you to say amen, at least say amen. If I ask you to tell your neighbor something, just tell them. Then I'll be out your way, all right? <laughs> Amen. I'm going to bring you some of what God has given me to give you tonight. Uh, we gonna, we gonna, I want to tap into something real quick, first of all. Let's tap into the book of Nehemiah, chapter 6. I'm going to paint a small picture for you as we go forward uh, tonight, uh, knowing that uh, God has a plan. In this book of Nehemiah, chapter number 6, it's going to come up on your screen, verses 1 through 3. Nehemiah 6, 1 through 3, says, Now it happened when Sanballat and Tobiah, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall and that there were no breaks left in it, uh, that, that Sanballat and Geshem sent to me saying, Come, let us meet together among the villages in the plain of Ono. But they thought to do me harm. Uh, can I stop for one moment? Sometimes you're going to have to tell your enemy, oh, no. You can't have my children. You can't have my spouse. Come on. You can't have my peace, right? You can't steal my joy. You got to just let it be known, oh, no. <laughs> okay. You know. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so it goes on to say this. It says, but it's verse three. It says, so I sent messengers. To them saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should I work? Why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you? Tonight, I want to share with y'all some some stays, some S-T-A-Ys, some stays. I want to talk about three stays, all right? Uh, Nehemiah said something. He said, now, I'm not coming down off this wall to converse with you or argue with you or go through a bunch of stuff with you. I'm going to stay up here. Why? Because I'm doing a great great work. While we are serving in church, 
We got to remember there'll be situations that may arise in our lives that will try to cause us to come down off the wall of serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And one of the things we got to remember that even as we go into this renewal conference, as we know that we're going in joy, we got to remember what Matthew 28 verse 18 and 19 says is coming on your screen. You're going to see that because we got to remember we've got to stay on the wall. The Bible says Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Right. And so when you know that, he says, go. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what God tells us to do. And one thing we got to know, that no matter what's happening in the world around us, God has called us to go out, and we need to go out with joy. And when we go out with joy, we won't know, let no devil in hell stop us from serving God and doing what God has called us to do. Because there's a lot of people out here in this lost and dying world that need Jesus. Somebody say Amen. There you go. Y'all working with pastor tonight. People are lost and going, I hate to say this word, but it's true. They're lost and they're going to, yeah, that place. They're going to a dark place, H-E-L-L. They're going there across the state of Tennessee at a rapid pace. 105 people every day and God is calling the church to stay on the wall. God is calling the church to continue to go ye therefore into all the world. And when you go, you go with joy. And I come to tell y'all tonight, no matter what, the church is here to help people be encouraged and to share their faith and for us to win the lost souls to Jesus Christ. No matter what's happening in our lives, my brothers and sisters, we got to stay on the wall. Somebody shout, stay on the wall. You got to stay on the wall. The Bible, well, now look at statistics. The current metro area population of Nashville in 2023 is 1,315,000. So we got a lot of people to talk to. This place is growing tremendously and there are still people that are unsaved. People that need Jesus. People need to meet people like you and you and you and you that will stay on the wall, stay in the will of God and let them know about a saving grace that comes through Jesus Christ. We got work to do. We got to remember that uh, there's a saying by Benjamin Franklin. He said, energy and persistence conquers all things. Found that to be interesting. Calvin Coolidge, he said something. Let me give you this quote. Nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unusual men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated dialects. Listen to this. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. We got to remember that the church has remained relevant in this dark time right now. It's important for us to meet the loss that's all around Nashville, Tennessee. When we look at Nehemiah, it opened up with some bad news about God's people. They had become a reproach to God. The walls around Jerusalem were still a pile of rubble, rubble and, and the Jewish people were an embarrassment in the public square. I want y'all to know something that we gotta be careful that we don't allow God's will to be done in this lost world. We don't want to be a reproach to God. 
We want to be a people that will put our hands to the plow and not look back. That's what God is calling us to do. No matter what's happening, we can't look back. We got to keep our hands to the plow. I tell y'all that um, back November 26, 2022, there was a funeral at our church, at New Season Church. And that funeral um, was for a young lady that was 19 years old that was shot and killed in the streets of Nashville. I was visited by the family and they asked me, could they use our church to have the services? And uh, I went through a few questions with them and um, I decided to allow them to use the church because the church is here to meet the community where they are. We wanted to be a a, a safe place, a, a place of love and peace and hope and goodwill. So November 26th was a Saturday and they, we had the service. 200 people filled the church. This precious 19-year-old's body is there. And as we're there, we're seeing all these people and and as the preacher's preaching the word of God, there is silence there. Nobody, they're like you, they're, they're paying attention to the word of God. We're staying on the wall. We're doing the work of the Lord Jesus. And as we're there, we're, we're it's, it's silent. And then every time we do a funeral at New Season Church, we always do an invitation. I know that's weird. But you know what? It's not so weird when you're reaching, trying to reach people and get them saved. And every chance you get, you need to reach people to try to get them saved. So here it is, at the moment, at the very moment of the invitation, everyone's standing, but no one is coming to the altar. If you're here, this is how it went. If you're here and you want to give your life to the Lord Jesus, the doors of this church is open. Come now to this altar and give yourself to him just as you are. And as those words are going forth, music is going, and suddenly all we hear are gunshots. So I'm standing up on the podium and we're hearing gunshots everywhere. These people that we have allowed into our church to use our facility, uh, at one point during the service, I asked how many people have a Bible. Out of 200 people, maybe 15 people raised their hand. So now we have a church full of people that don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. In the midst of that, for me, I said, This is the kind of crowd I want. This is what I'm looking for. People that do not have a relationship with God. People that don't go to church. We're not having a revolving door. The people leaving one church coming to another. These are people that don't go to church and don't have a relationship with God. This is my type of stuff. And at that point in time, I felt like I got, I put on uh, some armor. (laughs) And I was ready to just talk about Jesus. As I said before, suddenly gunshots. Everybody's running. They're running from the outside and, 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 and they're running inside. They're kicking over chairs, running. And, and, and that's when I started hearing what I wanted to hear that I wanted to hear without the gunshots. I wanted to hear people call on Jesus. It was at that moment, people are running everywhere, children crying and screaming, and they're hollering, Jesus, please don't let me get shot. Please, Jesus, save me, protect me, protect my kids. I'm hearing all this, and, 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 and somebody's telling me, well, uh, uh, pastor, they're shooting. I'm like, yeah, they are shooting. And it's like, get down. I couldn't get down. It was hard to get down because I wanted to stay on the wall. Point number one is that you got to stay on the wall. Point number two is you got to lift up Jesus. And whenever you lift up Jesus, you got to be ready for some stuff to happen. 
So as we're there and these people are running, they're everywhere. And I'm telling everybody, get down and get over in the back. So they're running all over the church, man. Chairs are everywhere. And then suddenly the, after 50 shots are fired outside of our facility. All these people are inside. Then we're able to tell everybody everything is safe. We had leaders that went through, uh, 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 what is it, active shooter training. And they operated properly, locked doors, got people in safe places. And I'm saying to myself, God, but we're the church. We're not supposed to be going through this. God says, well, why not? Why can't you show them that I'm still God? This is my opportunity to show them that I'm, I'm still God. Are you just going to shut the church doors because of this that happened? God said, remember who I am. When all this happened, two people were shot. Our team was able to bring the young lady inside and put a tourniquet on her leg and blood is all over the, the carpet. But yet we were standing on the wall. After all this took place, People was like, well, Pastor Lewis, we don't need to invite nobody else to use our church building. We, we need to change some policies. We need to, you know, all these things. And it was really about keeping people out of the church. It vexed my spirit. I said, wait a minute, God, I need help with this. I can't keep the world out. This is where I need the world in so that they can get right with you. And then God reminded me of point two is this to stay in Jesus. In the book of uh, John chapter 12, verse 32 came to mind. He says, it's as for, as for me, if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. So Justin, let me just tell you something. I'm coming here to preach this tonight that that word tells us that Jesus will invite anybody in where he's at. Are you ready for his people? Can I say this to you? His people may not look like you. May not live in your community. May not drive what you drive. And may not have as much money as you got. But Jesus says, I'm drawing all people unto me. Well, Pastor Lewis, wait a minute. They shot up the church. <laughs> Two people were injured. And you still going to keep your hands to the plow? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because Jesus told me, keep your hand to the plow and don't look back. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'm going to send them kind of people in the church. <laughs> At least they called out his name now. Somebody probably went to another church and got saved. That day was so chaotic, I, I didn't even know what to do next. I was traumatized. I went through counseling, and next thing you know, every day, your pastor, Dr. Jeff Mills, was calling me every day, checking on me. Because of the trauma that even I went through, not to mention the trauma that everybody that was there went through. Hey, guys, as a church, we're going to go through some trauma sometimes. But we've got to stay on the wall. We've got to continue to lift up Jesus. And my third point is, we got to stay on the mission field. 
just because they shot up the church does not mean Dwayne Lewis and New Season Church is going to stop evangelizing. Nope, that makes me want to do it even more because I know that there are still people out there that need Jesus. Are you willing to lift him up? <laughs> people said, Pastor Lewis, you are crazy. I said, I know. I don't even know how to not be crazy. <laughs> The Holy Spirit has such a grip on me, I don't even know, I don't know better. Other than to keep inviting people to church, keep reaching people. Just last week, we had a big truck over there with pounds of food and we were able to serve the community and people coming over in cars, old people, young people, uh, black people, white people, Hispanic people, all people. He said he's gonna draw all people under. God, are you ready for all people? Young people? Old people, short people, bald-headed people. <laughs> All of us going to show up. <laughs> Are you ready for it? He says, be ready. If you lift them up. Jeff can preach. I know he be lifting them up. But what happens is, do you take what he preaches home with you? Hmm. Remember, persistence and determination is the catalyst that we need. As I get ready to close, y'all, I told y'all I wasn't going to be long. <laughs> and, and so, so, oh, how can I do this? How can I? Okay, so, so we got to stay on the mission field. Are you willing to free yourself and allow God to use you in a greater way. Are you willing to stay on the mission field? Well, let me tell you why we need to stay on the mission field. In the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30 and 31, it's on the screen. Look at the text. The text says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind and with all of your strength. The second is, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. Are we willing to stay on the mission field and love our neighbor? That's what God has called us to do. We're in this renewal conference. And we got to remember, we cannot lose the energy that God has given us. We cannot lose the momentum that God has given us. There are so many people that's in Tennessee, that's in Nashville, that's where you are that need Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, Jesus so bad, good bad. <laughs> He's so bad, he let them shoot outside his church. Two people got shot, but nobody got killed. Jesus is so loving and kind that he saved over 200 people, although two people were injured. Oh, he, oh, he loves us so much. Good. Well, that's going to make me just kind of walk across the stage. Well, we serve a God that is bad. Now you're wondering, why did he allow it to happen? I, can't, I don't have the answer for that. One answer I do have, though, that he allowed it to happen, and now his name is lifted even more. 
because that very incident went all around the world. Amen, somebody. And we're not stopping. We're going to keep serving the Lord. We're going to keep believing in the Lord. And we're going to keep walking with the Lord because he is worthy of all praise. So, did I close once already? Ooh, I'll just check and see if y'all were listening. Okay, so. Ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, will you stay on the mission field? Will you? Will you continue, continue to share Jesus? Will you allow him to use you? <laughs> I discovered something. You don't have to have a title to be used by God. You don't have to be in a position in the church to be used by God. What you have to have is a level of faith. Level of love. Operating in those two commandments. Love God. And love your neighbor. Y'all know what love does? It's a magnet. It draws people. And when it draws people to you, it's actually drawing people to him. So tonight, my brothers and my sisters, I need y'all to understand that as we continue to lift up the name of Jesus, we got to remember what Martin Luther King said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? What are you doing for others? Can I encourage you tonight? Introduce them to Jesus. <laughs> Introduce them to a man that will love them in sin to bring them out of sin. Introduce them to a man named Jesus who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that you can even ask or think. Introduce them to him. Introduce them to a man by the name of Jesus that said, let not your heart be troubled, but to believe in God and believe also in me that in my father's house, there's a place for you introduce them to a man that says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me <laughs> introduce them to a man that said in the book of Isaiah chapter 61 and 1 he said that the spirit of the Lord is upon me <laughs> introduce them to a man that hung bled and died while you were yet a sinner Christ died for you. But the Bible says that on the third day morning, what happened, y'all? He got up. He didn't just get up on his own. He got up with all power. <laughs> all power is in his hands. Why not introduce someone to that man? That man that loves us so much while I was a sinner. He died for me. Not only that, he said, now, wait a minute. I'm not even going to go to heaven without you if you would just accept me as your Redeemer and your Lord. Tonight, my brothers and sisters, stay on the wall. Go with joy. Stay in Jesus. Keep lifting him up, would you? 
Now, third point, stay on the mission field, would you? Love your neighbor as yourself. They might cut your grass. Love your neighbor as yourself. You'd be surprised. They might paint your mailbox. (laughs) Neighbors can be good people if you treat them right. (laughs) You know what? Your neighbor could be a bully in high school. But then when you start walking in the love of Jesus Christ, God would do something to that bully and cause him to take his hands off of you. Lift him up. Jeff, I started to give y'all a little black church ending. Y'all ever heard it before? I almost gave it to you because I got a keyboard tonight. And when I hear the keyboard, start to wind up for me. I'm going to leave y'all alone. Y'all, y'all ain't ready for y'all. Y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready for that. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't want y'all, y'all don't want none of that. But, but when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that He done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah! Y'all ain't ready for it. I told you, ain't nobody standing up a new season. Where's Justin at? Come on and stand up with me, because we know God is able to do great things in our life. And if we would just hold on to God. And if we will stay on the wall and stay with Jesus, everything will work out just fine. Would you just tell the neighbor next to you, say, hey, neighbor, everything will work out. See, as long as you stay with Jesus, everything going to work out. Hallelujah. Because Jesus said, I know everything. I see everything and I can fix anything. Amen. Woo! He fixed you. He fixed you. And he sure enough fixed me. Come on here. I was a mess until he turned the key to my life and made me a better person. Boy, I tell y'all what, I thought I was going to be the biggest drug dealer in Tennessee. Well, God changed that. (laughs) I thought I was going to have all the money in the world and all all the stuff that, you know, that came with drugs, but God changed that. Matter of fact, the person next to you thought something about their own self, but God changed that. Somebody was in here, used to drink all the time and smoke all the time, but God changed that. Come on, amen. There was somebody in here that wasn't happy, but God changed that. Woo! Your marriage was all messed up, but God changed that. Because you stayed on the wall, you stayed in Jesus, and you stayed on the mission field. So I'm going to pray, y'all. Now, I think I want Jeff to pray. Come on up here with me, Dr. Mims. Don't tell nobody I'm asking. How did I do? (laughs) I want you to do something for me. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. I'm going to ask Pastor Lewis to stand down front here for just a minute. I think one of the things about knowing Dwayne through these years is that you know we get called to confront the darkness and sometimes it doesn't get a nice little bow put on it at the end and maybe right now you just feel like you need some prayer 
and you'd like Pastor Dwayne to pray for you, or you just want to come to the altar, because you, you feel like you can't stay on the wall, you feel like you're, you want to give up, or you feel like you've been confronting the darkness, and you feel like it's winning, it won't win. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. So I'm going to pray, and we're just going to take a moment just to kind of be quiet before the Lord. If you want to, you come now. If you need prayer tonight, you want Pastor Lewis to pray for you, come right now. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the joy that we have in Jesus. Father, we thank you that what the enemy tried to do to a church, you stopped. God, we thank you that the reports of their faithfulness are being heard. God, we pray that you would bless their ministries. And Father, that you would encourage our hearts tonight to know that even when times are difficult, you haven't forsaken us. Even when the darkness is overwhelming, Lord, the light still shines through. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We lift you up. And it's in your name we pray.